0: Freedom HealthWorks is the direct primary care accelerator. We help doctors across the country start fresh in direct primary care. With Freedom HealthWorks, you work with a team, not a checklist. Visit FreedomHealthWorks.com and together we can achieve true freedom in direct care. Hi, everybody. Welcome
1: to Healthcare Americana. I am your host, Christopher Habig, CEO and co-founder of Freedom HealthWorks. Today's episode centers around a lot of the, oh, let's call it the discussions around mental health in a pandemic and how these things are playing out with children and with families, and so to help me here dive into this subject is behavioral health specialist Israel Wall. Israel, thanks for joining us today on Healthcare Americana.
2: Thank you for having me. It's an honor.
1: Now you're doing a lot of really cool stuff, trying to get the word out and trying to raise awareness. I know when we talked about you know, putting together an episode to, to discuss a little bit more about what you've been doing and working on and how you're helping people, that was before we got into, oh gosh, month 11, of the COVID-19 pandemic here in the U.S. And, you know, I want to get your experiences working with children, like you do a lot of your educational content, but also the families and what you're seeing as this pandemic continues to go on and on and on. And, you know, we fear that our kids aren't getting the social uh, exposure that they need or the enrichment, the education, you name it. What are you seeing out there and what are you dealing with?
2: It's so interesting because, like you said, when when we first spoke a while back, I thought by now we'd be out of it. And I think we all hope and and prayed we'd be out of it. And it's it's kind of fascinating, at least to me, how things have moved. In the beginning of the pandemic, I saw a lot of you know, a lot of anxiety, a lot of trauma, and I saw a lot of people who had gotten help, which is its own topic, somehow do better. They seem to have the skills and were ready for the sort of discomfort and things not being clear. And as it progressed though and as like you said in 11 month it's just everyone's struggling. Everyone's struggling because nothing is normal, nothing is just the way that just workable. And we try to like manage and it's 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 not really possible and really getting right into it one of the most critical ideas is really to recognize so much of our struggle is because we all have so much we want to do and we want to accomplish and we knock ourselves and we hit ourselves and we, so much doesn't work, but it's not really possible, right? When my kids are on zoom, when I'm on zoom, and I always get a kick when I'm calling up someone and they pick up and, and you know, at the bank and I hear some kids in the background, right? <laughs> but this is life right now. We're, we're, this is the way that everyone is. And just, recognizing that and working with the idea that we're all struggling. That's just the way it is by itself goes so very far.
1: Indeed. And and I can see it, you know, speaking from a business owner standpoint, and, you know, you're working with your team, and you just accept the fact that your family life is going to play such a bigger role in, in their professional life. And I think people recognize that, you know, I don't think the days of the IBM black suit, you know, black coat into the workplace, I don't know if we ever see those anymore, just because people are kind of scrambling, you know, with schools closing, and they're trying to deal with the kids. And, you know, the kids have are full of energy. And of course, we're in the middle of the winter, like, what do you do? How do you kind of build that wall like you had before between your personal life and your professional life? Or do you even need to separate those
2: it's a fascinating question, and, and I'll tell you why. You see, the world has, like you said, moved very much over from that sort of, you know, tight black suit, you know, sort of world, and moved so much more to the world where even, you know, CEOs are, you know, the dress code has gone way, way, way down. And a big part of that is that separation from this sort of creating a world that's not real. And it has its pros and cons. There's definitely pros to going down that road this there's positives as well. But it used to be that separation was much larger. And when I'm at work, the idea of even talking about family, the idea of even showing any emotion, it just wasn't there. It was looked down at a tremendous thing. And a lot of that has broken down. What we've seen through this pandemic is almost that sort of idea where everyone had to become more real, right? I mean, everyone is struggling, and in many ways, that's a big positive. I don't see that going back, right? I mean, we talked a lot about work from home and how much that's going to change. And I think the big reason for why that's going to change is because it works, right? What we had before was we lived in this world where you must come into the office. You must commute, even if there wasn't any real I And mean, it didn't even help on the ROI, but that's just how it was done. We've broken that down a lot because everyone's working from home. People say, hey, this works. We were able to separate it more, right? Because I just went to my office or I went to my, right? I'm not generally working with clients in the middle of my dining room, right? I mean, I'm still not, but that just wasn't the way. So we were able to separate it. But because of the pandemic, so much of that has broken down. And again, there's a positive to that. It's more real. It's more, that's life. And when we embrace that and we work with that, I think it will actually help us in many ways.
1: What do you tell the people who really craved that structure? Because I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who love working from home, love being able to bounce, you know, from kind of like you said, the, the dinner table office back in the kitchen with the kids or the, you know, the wife or the husband, the spouse, have a family time and then be able to snap right back into work mode. And then there's people out there who get upset by that or they can't work within it. They need that structure. They need that focus time. How are you working with these types of people?
2: I love these questions because everyone is so dark because this is so, it's, it's such a critical point because it really gets down to mental health in general. We all have our areas that work better for us. Some work better with structure. Some work better without structure. Some people work more on the fly. Some people work more, you know, setting exact times and exact situations, And that's normal. A lot of that's biological. A lot of that's how I grew up. There's a lot of variables that make that up. We, over time, hopefully, as we become adults, we try to create a life that works better for us. And we try to like cut out in my life a way for my life to work. I make some sort of order. And that's a lot of what's been throwing us off in the pandemic. The sanity, almost, that we created, the way that we somehow juggle life, was our way of working that was our safe zone right a lot of people they can have like interesting days even on vacation and like i want to get back to the office now not that i don't like vacation but this is the life that has order this is what makes sense to me this is how i work through my life and the pandemic has thrown that all over because that security that place where i was able to make that sort of sense has been broken and you know, if I would move with that question to just one more step, the way that we deal with that almost is again recognizing what's going on and not being so thrown off by it because of how normal we see it to be. And this is a concept that applies in all of general in all of mental health that maybe isn't spoken about enough because I don't want to go too far off on a tangent, but we like sticking things into boxes and saying this is this, this is that. And we like pathologizing. So it becomes its own thing. The reality is that we each have our, our way of seeing things, and when we're, we're able to recognize that and accept that, and then recognize that this is what's making me struggle, and that makes sense, and I'm okay that I'm struggling because, of course, I'm struggling, mm-hmm. and I'm okay with the thought of myself struggling as well, and hey, now I'm going to go back to what I know works and my own competencies and my, my, you know, my core stress and work off of it. That's really how we deal with struggle. What happens is when things get out of whack, what generally goes on is that I lose it, right? This is my sense of security. The way I worked my life was I worked from this hour to that hour. Nine to five jobs don't work so much in today's world like they used to. But whatever my order of life was and whatever my hours were, whatever how I worked, that's how I worked. And when that moved off, when that got thrown for a loop, we can't deal because we're like oh my gosh i can't do this this is my security this is my life this is how i managed when we're able to recognize hey everything's been thrown off there was nothing inherently positive about what happened before that's just how i made it work let me take a deep breath because i can still make this work i just gotta find a new way because everything is thrown off that in itself goes so so far and much further than most of us imagine because our sense of security in our actual core, and that's what it gets down to, stays intact. My basic sense of self, my basic sense of security, my basic sense of working is still there.
1: Yeah, it's really remarkable. And like you mentioned, a lot of people were so thrown off by that. But then again, they come together. You know, nothing, Nothing, nothing unites human beings like complaining about something. And so, we're all struggling through the same type of stuff. And it's like, oh, I got kids photobombing, you know, my Zoom calls or my, uh, you know, Teams workout, whatever it is. And so, what I'm hearing you say that people find ways to adjust, but some ways are going to be a little bit more healthy for their mental well-being than others.
2: Yeah, 1,000%. And, you know, I'm a big believer in the idea of working back to my core strengths Right, I'm being able to get back to and building that core, building that core of belief, and then and getting back to it. But what we generally do when we deal with struggle is we move into any behavior that keeps me feeling okay. It makes me feel like I can manage. My coping skills naturally aren't healthy. I'm not born with healthy coping skills because what coping skills really are is my mind or my body saying I can't manage. This is how I'm going to stay safe. Addiction will move that way. There's a lot of struggles in my life. I can't deal with this. This addiction makes me feel okay because that feeling or that idea is too large, right? Mm-hmm. Because naturally my coping skills aren't okay. They're not, my coping skills aren't naturally strong. They're just what keeps me safe. And when we recognize that, we're able to go back and say, when this pandemic has thrown me off, I'm just throwing my kids off. I'm throwing my, my, my family life off, my relationships off. What I'm going to do, what my knee-jerk reaction is going to be, is going to be just staying safe and making me feel okay. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I'll lose my cool because I'm trying to stay safe by getting back to the work, and I don't want anyone in my room right now because I'm trying to need to manage, and I, I can't do this, and it's too much, right? So I'm like, get out of here, right? And I scream, and then they get mad at me, and I get mad at them, and everything. This is natural It's natural because my body, my mind's job and the most critical job of my mind is to keep me safe. It's not to make me successful, it's not to make me happy, it's to keep me safe. When that sense of safety, when that sense of security, maybe it's a better word, gets thrown off, I'm going to react in any way to be able to get back to my sense of security. Because of that, when the pandemic hits and when I feel thrown off, my responses aren't going to naturally be healthy. My responses are going to be, how am I going to stay secure? Mm-hmm. So when I when I don't take that step back and when I'm not okay with the situation, when I'm not able to accept it and say, hey, this is okay, this is life right now, everything's thrown off, that's what I expect to happen, and I'm going to respond in ways that are naturally not healthy because they're not really thought out. They're just my body's response to just keep my security intact.
1: It makes a lot of sense. And it just that defense mechanisms. Israel, it has been an absolute pleasure to talk about, you know, the, the state of mental health uh, in the middle of a pandemic, such an important topic and something that I think everybody could spend a little bit more time discussing and seeking the help that they need. That's it for this episode of Healthcare Americana. Once again, I am your host, Christopher Habig. Thanks for tuning in. For more information about direct primary care and direct care, visit freedomhealthworks.com. To check all of our episodes online, visit healthcareamericana.com. Special shout out to Melissa Turpin for all her management ability and putting all these episodes together. Once again, thanks for listening
0: health insurance premiums are rising faster than actual medical costs, and employers everywhere are struggling to keep their heads above water and take care of their amazing team. Most people will never meet their deductible in a given year, so shouldn't there be an alternative to health insurance for people who don't really need it? At Custom Benefit Solutions, we build better benefit solutions by pairing local, direct primary care options with affordable medical cost sharing plans. This creates affordable options for America's small businesses. These companies are able to save money and provide an actual primary care doctor that'll take care of your employees and their families. Employees enjoy getting the care they deserve without struggling with confusing co-pays or deductibles. Want to learn more? Go to custombenefits.org and talk to a team member today. Custom Benefits Solutions. We solve for care.
2: Healthcare can be complex. If you're managing a chronic or life-threatening illness, Patients Rising is here for you. We built the Patients Rising Concierge to help you navigate stressful health decisions and get the support you deserve. You will find personalized support by calling, emailing, or visiting our website. Our team is standing by to help with your unique situation. Find the help you need today
0: at PatientsRisingConcierge.org. Whether you're a patient, employer, or physician, the Free Market Medical Association can facilitate and assist you in your free market healthcare journey. The foundation of our association is built upon three pillars price, value, and equality, with complete transparency in everything we do. Our goal is simple match willing buyers with willing sellers of valuable healthcare services join us and help accelerate the growth of the free market healthcare revolution. For more information on the Free Market Medical Association, visit fmma.org.
3: At Green Imaging, we provide diagnostic imaging procedures that include MRIs, CT scans, and x-rays for half of the average price in a health plan. Most people don't realize that the most expensive place to get an MRI is right down the hall from the prescribing doctor. This is because 70% of doctors are now employed or subsidized by our hospital systems. When we get an imaging exam at a hospital-owned imaging facility, the cost of care is three to seven times more expensive than it is at an independent imaging facility. There is a better choice that can save you up to 65% or more. That choice is green imaging. In most hospitals, there are 16 administrators for every single doctor. This creates an unnecessary burden on the price tag. By removing this excess, Green Imaging provides diagnostic services typically at one-third of the price or less. Check us out at greenimaging.net.
1: Hi again, everyone. This is Chris. At Healthcare Americana, we're always on the lookout for great stories to tell in the healthcare industry. And we'd like to hear yours. Check out healthcareamericana.com and send us your ideas for episodes or if you'd like to be a guest. Thanks again for listening. Hope you enjoy it.